The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It's absolutely incredible to be with you guys. Monday morning, this is episode 1015 of the 40 Hours Rush Podcast. And I want to talk about a couple questions. One, usually Monday is a kind of a blatant review. You know, grades, film breakdown, stuff like that over the previous matchup, which... It, it, it's kind of a weird week because we have time. You know, the 49ers played on Thursday, handled their business, completely destroyed the Seahawks. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go into a little bit about what the 49ers have done well, what has changed from their three-game skid to where they are today offensively, mostly defensively. Though I want to focus a lot on the defense. But also, we got to talk about it. It's 49ers-Eagles week. So we get the extra time to kind of dive into – what these two teams look like, what the NFC playoff race is, you know, how they match up, so much stuff to get into this week. And so it's going to be a little bit more of, um, I don't know, elongated. Is that the right word? Like, we're going to stretch it out. And uh, hopefully, it's, it's not a bad thing. This matchup deserves all the extra time in the world. And we're going to be here bringing it to you all week, which I'm super excited about. So I want to say thank you to all the Countdown crew. I absolutely love you guys. Appreciate all the sponsors. What's up, Noe? RTP in the house, man. Appreciate you guys. He says, what's up, JC? Time to go smack the Eagles in the center of brother brotherly hate. I love that. Um, and, yeah, you know, the just from last night, so before the Eagles played the Bills, and the Eagles won in overtime, you know, we have all that. They were one-point favorites. The Eagles, it was 49ers plus one. After the game, 49ers are now favored two and a half points. That switched dramatically. Niners had nothing to do with that. That's all on the Eagles. And just how they play every single game close. They're a damn good football team. And so, do I like the Eagles? No. Do I respect the Eagles? God, no. Is their coach the worst dude around? He's as annoying and I can't stand the dude. I hate the Eagles. I hate them. My two best friends are Eagles fans. I hate the Eagles. I can't stand them. Um, you know, I went, I went to the Eagles game a couple years ago. It was 2021 uh, for that week two game. And I was like, man, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> like, that's it. It, it. It's a terrible place with terrible fans and terrible humans. Uh, it's terrible. I can't stand anything about them. Their uniforms are clean. I will say that when they wear the Kelly greens. And there's a lot of really good players on their team. They're solid. But the 49ers, we'll see. So what changed, right? Why did they go from one-point favorites, the Eagles, to two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home? Coach Yak, who's one of the best Twitter followers out there, shout-out to him, he put this out on Twitter. He says, the first time a 10-1 and or better record team um, in league history has been a home underdog. First time ever. So so why is that? Is, is it the Eagles? Is it the Niners? Is it both? Uh, we're going to dive into that, and, and I, I do like what Ed said here. We should be a seven-point favorite. Unlike Philly, we'll be crushing teams. This is who the Eagles are, right? 
they could beat any team in any situation. They're never out of a game. And you have to, their grit is level 100. But at the same time, any team that steps on the field can beat them. They can lose to crappy teams any time. Because the ball bounces their way. Yeah, the refs, they've had like the most. <laughs> if you watch the game, you understand. The refs were 100% of their pocket. Hockley's son is one of the worst of all time. Should not be, should not have a job at all. Uh, he's dog trash, man. He is terrible. Uh, very, very one-sided games. Every single game he officiates in. But that's okay. We're playing in Philly. Eagles are going to get the calls. Has there been one game this year where the 49ers like got more calls than the opposing team? No. We had a couple pushes, which was nice, and those are blowout wins. Don't expect the 49ers to get the refs special treatment on the road against Philly. You know, I'm not a tin, you know, foil hat guy. I don't think it's like a huge conspiracy theory. I don't believe that at all. I think home teams usually get the benefit of the doubt, but the Eagles, good gosh, uh, whatever your thing is on benefit of the doubt, they blew that out of the water. Uh, thankfully, we should have a different refing crew than the hockey league guy. I don't ever want to see that dude on TV ever again. He's dog shit. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but he's terrible. Um, his whole crew, terrible. So we'll have to see what that looks like. Um, but but the 49ers, Vegas loves them. They blow everybody out of the water, and they cover the spread consistently. And so, oh, what's up, JP? How we doing, man? I appreciate everybody in the chat. Love all the hashtag CCs, the countdown crew. Probably should have spent more time on that. Sorry about that. What's up, Grand Day? We got Alejandro. This is awesome. Uh, Pern, he says, we can beat the Eagles, but can we beat them and the refs? That's what you got to be prepared for. And as as a coach, as a player, my thing was you knew sometimes going into rivalry games, especially on the road, this ain't going our way. And I would coach those weeks and practice. I would give every single position coach flags. And I would tell them, you throw flags after high moment games. So like if your defensive back makes a freak play and breaks it up and everybody gets pumped up i want you to throw a late flag and call phantom pass interference i want you to throw a late flag phantom illegal blocker downfield holding calls passing it like we are going to prepare and practice to for the rest to be involved in this game because it's going to happen the niners are one of the most penalized teams in the nfl and that's not necessarily all the rest fault but it's not like the games are always called fair they're not and this won't either so if you let the game get close enough, like the Bills did, to let the rest be impactful, then guess what? They're going to be impactful. And the, and the Bills did exactly that. Uh, the stupid turnover, the blocked field goal, the missed field goal. You take one of those three things out of the equation, as one-sided as the rest were, that's not an issue. You win that football game. But that's who the Bills have been all year long. That's why their record is what it is, because they let teams hang around, right? Uh, hanging around, hanging around. Alligator blood. Uh, <laughs> like, that's a terrible impersonation of Makovich, but that's okay. Um, that's who those two teams were. The, the, the Eagles always fight back. The Bills always blow a lead. Now, who are the 49ers? 49ers aren't that team. We don't have a lot of these two teams playing each other recently. Yeah, the NFC Championship, but Josh Johnson gets knocked out, you know, in the third quarter. And as soon as Josh Johnson went in that game, it was over. Defensively, the 49ers played well. So there's there's a little bit just because they've studied tapes and put together game plans against each other. But we haven't really seen what this could be. And I think it could be fun. I really, really do. What's up, Eddie G? Mike C. Man, we got a lot of fun people in the house. What's up, Tim? How you doing, man? Tito. My man, Tito. Hopefully you coming out to a game so soon. And look at this. Uh, Juan Salas, the man. He, he, We have rebuilt him to be stronger. He says, I get so hyped when I hear the intro. Hashtag CC. Appreciate all you guys. Hey, Sonia. Um, and yeah, Drake Greenlaw continued to be the Hawk Slayer, the CEO of Seattle. All of those things. So, let, let's do that. Let, let, let's talk quickly. Let, let's head over and let's just kind of talk where things are. So let, let me pull this up here. This is the current scheduling seat, uh, seating matchup of the NFL playoffs if they were to take place today for the NFC. Eagles first seed. We're number two. We'd be playing the Seahawks again three times in a row back-to-back -back years. I love that. I would absolutely love that. But it, but at the same time, I don't think that's really what's going to happen. 
if we dive in deep to these playoff seedings, right? So those were the matchups, but just the rankings one through 10. The Seahawks, you know, two game losses in a row. You look who they have this week. They're playing at Dallas Cowboys. You lose that game, you're out of the playoffs. Now, maybe they could scrap their way back in. You've got, you know, Seattle Seahawks are six and five, not a good football team. Five and three in the conference, not good. One and three in the division, not good. Right behind them, the Packers are five and six. Rams are five and six, and they swept Seattle. New Orleans, five and six. Like, this is, I, I don't know. The Seahawks are pretty damn close, and they play us next week. It is beyond possible. In fact, I would say it is likely the Seahawks will lose four consecutive games in a row. That's how bad they are. They're not a good football team. Now, looking at the kind of matchups this week for the NFC, it's tough out there on the on these streets. You got the number one and two seed going against each other, 49ers in, in Philly, obviously. But then you've got the Lions. They're playing at New Orleans. New Orleans got a lot to play for because they're right on that bubble as well. The Falcons, who have a 5-6 and six record but are winning their division, they play at the Jets. Great defense. We'll see. That's going to be the boring, most boring game in the NFL. Dallas, number 5 seed. They're versus the Seahawks. That's a big game. Minnesota's got the Bears. That's nothing. But th this is kind of one of those weeks when, when you look at the matchups, man, there, there's a lot that could change. Now, if the 49ers beat the Philadelphia Eagles, they're not going to be the one seed still. They're one game behind them, but they would own the head-to-head. -head. And you just need Philly to slip up on one of these games that they keep miraculously winning the last second of the game or in overtime, and then the 49ers would be there. And so this game is paramount. And if the 49ers lose this game, well, now you're in trouble because – the Lions would pass you as the two seed, assuming they win. And if the Cowboys win, it can somehow, you know, I, I don't think the Cowboys could, if the Eagles don't lose this week, I don't think the Eagles will be caught by the Cowboys because we have an eight and three record. The Cowboys have an eight and three record. Now we beat them by 30 points. We blew them out. But if we lose and they keep winning, they'll have a better record than us. So uh, this game matters dramatically. The difference between the two and three seeds, gigantic. It's all about hosting that, you know, that road game or hosting the home game or going on the road for the divisional round, wild card round. That's done. <laughs> D-U-N. The 49ers are hosting a game at home in Santa Clara, worst case scenario in the wild card round. We're winning the division. We have a two and a half game lead over the Seahawks. Even if they beat us next week, we'd have a one and a half game lead over them and that would split us, but they're so bad in the division. We can't get the record that they have. So we keep that half game tie, even if the Seattle Seahawks beat us in a week, which they're not going to do. Let's, let's just be real. That, that, that's not happening. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, I'm not traveling to Philadelphia this week, which I'm excited about. Get to kind of stay home and watch the game and relax a little bit. Next week, the Seattle Seahawks come back to Levi's. We're throwing a killer tailgate for this one. We're going all out on the catering. We're going all out on the drinks. And it's a 1 p.m. kickoff, 105 kickoff. So, man, we're going to have Bloody Marys, mimosas, all you name it, all the fun breakfasty drinks. We're going to have great food, music. Off the freaking charts. Now, if you want to come join us, we're going to be over in blue lot number one. Get your tickets, 49ersrushroadtrip.com. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures from last week. Seattle, we took that place over, which was so cool. Uh, we had 350 plus at our tailgate and had food left over afterwards, which I still have no clue. 40 turkeys, that's probably how we did it. But great, it was a great job. Shout out to the press box, Scott, the, the whole 49ers rush 
road trip team. Uh, we dominated that, gave away way too much stuff, built so many awesome relationships. It was just, it was a wonderful time. So I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody that came out and trusted us with their Thanksgiving experience. I don't think people left upset. People left happy, and that's what we want to do, build memories, build community, and, and I think we were able to achieve that, thankfully. Um, anyway, Mike. Mike says, can we um, also, can we never talk about how badly the Niners whooped the Seahawks for some very satisfying revenge? You know, I have been saying for a long time that the 49ers, it's not a good matchup. As soon as they got Geno Smith, I was just like, you know what? Th this ain't going to cut it. It doesn't make sense. The reason why the Seahawks had such a good record against the 49ers for so long was Russell Wilson and the defense was really, really good. Russell Wilson's gone now. The defense is not really, really good now. And Geno Smith is one of the worst matchups possible for this 49ers defense. Now, computer call, uh, cowboy Ben Baldwin, Ben B. Baldwin, he does wonderful work. In the four games since Geno Smith took over for the Seahawks against the 49ers, the 49ers are 4-0 against Geno, right? Um, first time... We've beat them back-to-back -back times um, in Seattle in series history. Played 50 times. First time it's ever happened. He put together the win probability. <laughs> and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to do my best to explain these charts as they pull up. Okay, so they played four times. The very first game, there was never a moment from start kickoff all the way to the end of the game where the Seahawks had a positive win probability against the Niners. Okay. Second game, this was in Seattle. Guess what? Never from start to finish did the Seahawks have a positive win probability over the 49ers. It was all 49ers. Third game, I think you guys see where this is going. Exact same thing. Fourth game, exact same thing. So in four games that Geno Smith has played against the 49ers, there has never been one snap, one point of the game, even at the start of the game, where the Seahawks were projected to have a winning whatever based on the game situation. It has been blowout city four consecutive times. They are owned by freaking 49ers. It's not even close. Now, Kyle Shanahan was asked about this. First time in, you know, series history to win two in a row in Seattle. Here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say. Um, I mean, it's not something I think about a lot because you just, you think of every game. Every Sunday, how bad you want to win. But, um, I mean, i got a lot of respect for what they've done here. And um, Pete and John, and the tenure they've had here, they've been unbelievable. What they started out early on, and they've kept it going, and they've been able to regenerate it through a bunch of groups. And um, the home field advantage they have here is unbelievable, how loud that place is. And it's always tough, I mean, especially in that second, third quarter. You know, the game's not didn't seem that close in the first half, but it seems to always happen here. We get a pick six, their special teams make some big plays and it's right back there. And that's kind of how it always feels like when we're here. Now, what was the game? I mean, you're up 24 to three to like start the second. Like, I mean, you're a 20 point lead going into the half. The game felt over, you know, where we were sitting, everybody was leaving. It was just, <laughs> my favorite thing to do is kind of talk trash at games, not uh, respect. Like I want to have a discussion. I always offer to buy beers to people around me. Like I'm not there to be like, Hey, F you. That's why I hate Philly so much. I love banter. I love banter. And so in Seattle, like, okay, you're an opponent's territory. They know us. We know them. And whoever wins out of this one is probably going to go, you know, to the, to the playoffs. And so I sat down, and I was like, all right, I'm going to start having some conversations. Nobody wanted to talk to me. Everybody was just like, dude, we ain't having it. I was like, all right, that's cool. So I just kind of backed up. But they all left. They all left. Third quarter, they were gone. And it was just like solid red everywhere. The Niners have asserted their dominance over 10 consecutive divisional wins. 10. That's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, swept the division last year and one extra win, just the cherry on top in the playoffs against the Seahawks. Come out this year, you've already beat all three division opponents once. You got to play them all again. But now you got Seattle at home. You got the Rams at home. And then you've got on the road, the only road division game you have is against the Cardinals. 
And they're terrible. I know Kyler Murray's back, but still, they're a bad team. And we haven't been to Arizona in a minute because, one, last year we were in Mexico City, which was awesome. The year before that was COVID, so we were, we were down there all the time, just couldn't have fans. We had like six games down there. I'm excited for the Arizona trip, and if you haven't got tickets yet, we got Patrick Willis, the legend, is going to come party with us. Are you kidding me? I love my job, and I'm thankful for you guys for allowing me to have this job. Um, But, yeah, Seattle Seahawks, oh, it, it's it's just, it, it's it's over, man. Melissa, I want to say thank you, Melissa. She's one of the most positive people ever. Uh, how does it feel for you to get the win on Seahawks uh, hosting your first Thanksgiving? That was cool. Thanksgiving is my favorite day of the year. The food was incredible, 40 turkeys, you know, all that stuff. The people, it, just being thankful for the community and everything. Absolutely loves it. Lo, lo, it was incredible. It, it was such a cool experience. My family got to go with me. My wife works weekends, so usually weekend games are rough. So uh, Michael, my 15-year-old, came up. He worked his tail end off. He's making money. He's trying to save for a car. The wifey was up front welcoming everybody, which was really, really cool. Um, and just the relationships that you build with people that are there. And we're, we've been doing this so long. Now you're starting to like the same people are coming back. And so this second time in Seattle, ah, I, I'm excited. Val, she says, I think the Niners are better than the Eagles and the Chiefs. So, so thank you, Val. We put this question in the chat. Where should the 49ers be in the NFL power rankings? I only gave four out. You can only do four options. I said first, second, third, or fourth, because I think no matter what, they belong in the top four with the way they played. The, the AFC has taken some hits for sure. Eagles beat the Chiefs. Um, you know, the number one seed right now is the Ravens, who the 49ers will play in about a month's time on Christmas. We're playing all three freaking holidays. Thanks a lot, scheduling committee. Um, but currently, you know, fourth place, power rankings, 3% of votes, third place, 10%, second place, 39 and first place, 48%. Yeah, almost half the people voting are with you, Val. And, you know, we don't play the Chiefs, and if we do, that'd be in the Super Bowl. We'll see. I don't want to play the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is a beast, but that team's not the same team. They're a good team. They're a great team. But they're not the same team. They're winning with defense. They have no offensive weapons outside of Pacheco and, uh, you know, Kelsey, obviously, with their quarterback. But they're not the same. And so we'll, we'll kind of have to see what that looks like. And right here, Goldblatt, why didn't they flex this game? They couldn't flex this game. It was protected. I think it was CBS or Fox. I don't remember which one has this game. It was protected. So the scheduling committee talked about this, and, like, they ranked the games, and so everybody gets to pick. This was one of the number one coveted games, and it rotates, and CBS or Fox, whoever has it, protected it. And so the networks are like, no, this game cannot be flexed, and it's the freaking Super Bowl. It's what it is. So uh, we'll see this. Johnny Dell, the man. I had the wonderful pleasure of meeting Johnny and his wife in person, uh, which was just like one of the coolest experiences ever. Uh, he says, John, your 40 hours rush road trip parties are amazing. Everyone should attend at least one of these. Thank you, Johnny. And I appreciate your friendship. And it was cool to just kind of have, have some time together and just kind of hang out. It was cool, man. Uh, I'm very, very thankful for all those things. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's see here. Flynn. Yeah, right here. Prayer circle, no rain on Sunday. Right now it's looking like rain in Philly. That does not benefit us by any stretch. Um, <laughs> by any stretch. Mike says, great episode this morning, Johnny. Johnny don't miss, man. Johnny don't miss. He he He's the Kendall Roy of podcasters. Um, all bangers all the time. Uh, there are no missing there. So shout out to him. Alvin, what's up, Alvin? He says, we protect Purdy this Sunday. We win. Sounds simple. Sounds simple. We'll have to see if we can do it. Now, this Eagles defense is not the same as you know the Eagles defense last year it's changed dramatically and they've struggled you know there were points where three defensive tackles were injured they played a lot of they played I think it was like 95 plus snaps against it went to overtime against the Bills they won but man they're going to be tired now people are saying oh they have a short week of rest no they don't they have Sunday to Sunday they have a normal amount of rest the only difference is the 49ers get an additional three days. They don't have a short amount of rest. They have the regular amount of rest. This is the first time all year the 49ers will have a rest advantage over an opponent. We went into the bye week with negative rest. Like we had a bye week and still had to travel and play a team that had more rest than us. 
So, like, I, I ain't playing that. We have the most negative days rest in the entire NFL. I saw Adam Schefter try to put it out there like the Eagles are victims already, and I was just like, man, get that crap out of here. You cannot say that. Like, I'm out of that. Gammon, I apologize if I missed your uh, super chat. Thank you so much. It says, talking trash at games is so toxic. Um, I, <laughs> I have some. And, and so, like, there's a way to do it. Like, I'm not out there, like, insulting people. I'm asking questions. That's what I do. And, I like, you could do it in a way that is conducive to the climate and to the people there. Like, celebrate. It, it, it could be done correctly. The problem is it's not usually done correctly. Um, and, and that's, like, you don't attack people, all that stuff. That's not what you do. Um and I, I've never had any issues. The only issues I have had had nothing to do with I was just walking in Philly and I got tackled from behind after the game. Like I'm just walking like we're all leaving the stadium and all of a sudden I just get tackled from behind. And so I, I get up and I'm like, all right, let's do this. And it was just some dude that was drunk out of his mind. His friend stepped in and they're like, dude, he's he could barely stand. It was a decent tackle, though. And so I was like, all right, man, no worries. That's cool. I keep walking. Yeah, about another block, I get punched in the back. I turn around. It's another wasted white dude just off of his rocker. And I'm just like, hey, man, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to start, no, but I ain't going to back down. So Philly's just a weird place. Uh, the people that went with us last time, you know, people, you know, kids getting beer cans thrown at them and stuff like that. Just nah, a terrible place. Terrible people. Terrible fan base. Um, Ed. He says, blatant horse collar on Josh Allen and throwing him to the ground is a disgrace. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bosa big call for touching the quarterback. So, like, that's that was a weird play because, one, he was out of the, the pocket. So you can't have horse collar in the pocket, right? He was out of the pocket, which the refs clearly said. So you could call a horse collar there. They missed that. Now, obviously, they missed that. Then they called intentional grounding, which – the ball didn't get past the line of scrimmage, but there was a running back blocking there, and the ball landed two feet from the running back. So he had a wide receiver in the area or eligible in the area. That's why it was a terrible call. So missed the horse collar, yes. Intentional grounding doesn't qualify because there was a freaking running back that was blocking right there that was ineligible. It was just terrible on terrible. The pass interference in overtime, terrible. I mean, it was just bad. It, it was bad. Um, <laughs> Sin, what's up, Sin? She says, I don't want to play the Seahawks again. I hope they lose. I kind of do. That is just not a fair matchup for them. And I'll say this, you know, I, I just loaded the first half breakdown of the offense against the Seahawks. Um, that's on the 49ersrush.com and our Patreon channel. Kyle Shanahan's gay plan, Bobby Wagner. <laughs> like, Bobby Wagner's going to the Hall of Fame. Bobby Wagner's incredible. Like, that dude, absolute beast. Top 10 linebacker all the time. Like, I put him up there that high. He ain't that anymore. And we saw it last year against the Rams. And we saw it this year. I think um, six out of the opening play drives were straight at Bobby Wagner, whether it was a run or a pass play or a check down. And Bobby Wagner did not belong. He did not. That dude can't move in space anymore. It was... Not comical because I actually like Wagner. Like, I understand. Like, there are certain players that you respect, and there's certain players like Geno Smith you have no respect for, right? At least that's just me. I respect the hell out of Bobby Wagner. That dude is incredible. But he ain't what he used to be. And Kyle Shanahan picked that dude apart. Embarrassed him on that opening drive. So I wouldn't mind playing him again. But you got to play somebody. And, you know, again, like, you you look at those matchups, like, Okay, who do you want? You'll play the Vikings again, who beat us. Cowboys again. I wouldn't mind playing the Cowboys again. Uh, Fal well, we can't play the Falcons because they're going to win their division. Maybe in the second round you could, but I doubt it. So, like, if you're just looking at the teams, you know, Seahawks, Vikings, Cowboys, I want to play the Seahawks. I want to play the Vikings. Then I want to play the Cowboys. Um, but that's just, you got to play somebody. You know, if you get the first round by, awesome. But if we're playing that week one matchup, which there's three games, you know, for the wild card round, I'm taking Seahawks first, Vikings second, Cowboys third. But I, I don't think there's any way we could be matched up with the Cowboys in the first in the opening thing with our record. We would have to drop because again, like you look at it, the division winner of the NFC South, which is going to be you know Saints, Falcons. I don't know, they all suck. Buccaneers. 
they're going to play the team with the best record, which has got to be the Cowboys or the Eagles. Like, one of those teams is going to have it. So there's no way that we could fall far enough <laughs> to be number four. We're going to be one, two, or three. That's all there is to it. And so if we're one, two, or three, you can't play the Cowboys week one. So now you're down to, you know, the likes of the, the Island of Misfit Toys, New Orleans, Rams, Green Bay, Seattle, Minnesota. Like, it's out of those five. So you either get the first round by or you're playing Vikings, Seahawks, Packers, Rams, Saints. And of all those teams, I would rather play Seattle. I'd rather play them than anybody. Um, I don't like playing teams three times either. But, man, whenever you've got a team's number and you're just beating the bejesus out of them over and over again, I don't know. Paul! My man, he says, let's go, John. Great to meet you at the Bucks game. Uh, thank you, man. I had such a great time hanging out with the UK faithful. Two weeks in a row, uh, a lot of you you guys came up to the Seattle game. But, Paul, it was an absolute pleasure and honor to finally meet you in person. I appreciate all that you do. Um, thank you. I really do, Paul. You are a good friend, and I look forward to being in your neck of the woods because I'm hoping we get a London game or a Germany game or something like that in the future. I'll, I'll be there on your turf, which which will be a lot of fun. Alejandro says, Chapper, you hosted a playoff rush party at home? 1,000%. Um, if we have a playoff game, I will be there. Road, home, don't care. I ain't missing it. I ain't missing it. So <laughs> I, I will be there. Don't you worry about that. Um, I mean, I'm excited about that. Sonia, Lions can sneak into the one seat if they went out. That would take us losing one. It would take... Let, let, let's see here. It, it would take... Because if you look at... Detroit's rough because they already have two conference losses. So even if the Eagles lost two more games, mm, they'd have to lose conference games, and then it would get to like similar opponents. That'd be rough. So not only would the Lions have to win out, the Eagles might have to lose three games. We'd have to lose one game. Ah, And I, I'm not worried about the lions really at all i i don't know about anybody else but like they, they they're kind of like the vikings of last year so I, i'm not too not too worried about that uh right here if the lions continue playing like they have they might fall off with the vikings getting some wins there you go they're a good team they're a good team but uh, yeah what's up sean he says johnny see the eagles kid flipping off the fan yeah it's not by accident that their fans are what they are they're raised into it it's not a nice place. <laughs> it's not a nice place. So, yeah, I'm staying the hell away. Right here, Sonia. I'm feeling 49ers-Ravens Super Bowl revenge this year. Can't stop thinking about it. Hey, sign me up. If we're in the Super Bowl, I don't give a damn who it is. I will take whatever. Um, right here, uh, Renate Lee Simmons is selling their tickets on Facebook if somebody wants to reach out. Um, these are for the 49ers Seahawks <clears throat> game and the Ravens game. A lot of those. So you can message Renate Lee Simmons on Facebook. If you want to check those out, don't have an affiliation with that. So handle those on your own, but we always want to help the fan base out, get everybody together on that one. Um, so we'll see there. And, and you know, <laughs> I, I'll say this, um, I, I'll say this. You look at the 49ers defense, and this is one of the things that I want to talk about that is so important to me. The amount of just stuff that Steve Wilkes got, I always thought was crazy because we've always had a top five defense this entire year. We have never fallen out of the top 10 or top five. We've been incredible. Now, if you look at where the 49ers defensive ranks are after 12 weeks, we were always there top five. But now, first in points allowed, first in interceptions, first in rush attempts, first in quarterback hits, second in missed tackles. Everybody talk about how we miss tackles all the time. And, oh, we had the second fewest missed tackles in the NFL. Yeah, were there a bad game in there? Sure. But in today's NFL, bad games happen. But you have to look at the collective. It's not just a snapshot. Bad games happen. Second fewest missed tackles in the NFL. That doesn't happen on accident. Second in turnovers, second in fewest rush yards, third in pass touchdowns, third in rush touchdowns. 
fourth lowest quarterback rating allowed, fifth in total yards, fifth in yards per pass, sixth in first downs total. Good freaking Lord. This defense is playing better than the defense was last year at this exact same point. And last year was awesome. Now, what's been the difference? You know, and let, let, let's, I want to spend time here. The 49ers show, and I, I could talk NFL scenarios and power rankings, all that, all day long. I, I love those conversations. But what I, what I feel like I'm better at is understanding what the 49ers do well and what the 49ers do poorly. And that's why we watch all the tape. Shanahan, what is the difference of the 49ers defense now? as opposed to the three-game skid. I think how much we're rushing as a group has um, changed. Um, I just think the guys are, I think after we came back from the bye week, I just feel like we've moved a little bit better. Um, obviously, adding Chase helps to the group, just the depth of it. Um, you know, when we weren't getting all the sacks, I still thought we were getting in the quarterback and hitting them, but it takes a, a whole group kind of to get those numbers, and I think we've been doing that, and I think our coverage has gotten better too. Um, you know, you don't always, sometimes you get some coverage sacks too. And when you make a quarterback take a couple hitches with four guys going pretty hard at them, um, usually that's the result. It, it's it's changed. It's improved. But it was always good. Now it's great. We were struggling with sacks. Never struggling with quarterback hits or pressures. Those have been top-notch the whole entire freaking time. But now you go on this stretch where you play at, at, the division-leading Jaguars, who are a damn good football team. You play at short week, Thanksgiving, one of the toughest places to play, Lumen Field. And you blow both those teams out. Now, sandwiched in between that is the Bucks team. You blew them out, too. That wasn't a shocker. But you have this team that is just lighting teams up. The 49ers defense has given up, what, two touchdowns in three weeks? That's it? That's it. Because... Now, okay, somebody's like listening to this like, whoa, 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 we gave up more touchdowns than that. Yeah, you're correct, but not the 49ers defense didn't. You go back to the Jaguars game. Remember, coming off a of bye week, they've won five games in a row. They're coming off a of bye week. We were too, but they're playing home coming off a of bye week. They scored three points, zero touchdowns. Then Tampa Bay, they got that one touchdown that was allowed by the defense this week. They've got one touchdown, uh, but guess what? That was a pick six. That's it. So you, you've allowed two touchdowns because the Bucs scored two. They're playing unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, 15 sacks in three games is outlandish. And, you know, they act, They asked Nick Bosa, you know, why are all the sacks happening now? Um, Just execution. Um, getting back to... How we rush, quarterbacks are holding it a little longer. Uh, our back end's playing awesome. Adding Chase. Um, all those things. All those things. And the coverage has been gigantic. The transition from Ambry Thomas coming in and Isaiah Oliver going out, gigantic. Diamondor Lenore is playing lights out. Now, I understand we're, we're asking a lot of them. And, you know, they asked Fred Warner about Demo. This is as high a praise as you I've ever heard. It, Fred Warner's positive. We, we met him. We had him out to our party in the draft. We got to hang out. This dude shows up to an event that know anybody. Hangs out for his time that, you know, was contractually whatever. And then says, he comes up to me. He's like, can I just hang out with you? <laughs> like, like, yeah, Fred Warner, you can hang out if you would like to. Um you're more than welcome. He did some raffles for us, some trivia with us. It was so cool. Like, this dude is a kind giant. But he has been pumping up other players on this team for a long time. Greenlaw, Eric Armstead, Bosa, uh, Hufunga, all these guys. He pumps them all up. But listen to him whenever he talks about Diamador freaking Lenore. Demo, one of the best football players we have on this team, in my opinion, doesn't get talked about enough, I think. The things that we ask him to do uh, week in and week out, the fact that he's able to play outside corner and nickel, and the humility to even do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, like I said, one of the best players we have, and uh, I, I love taking the field with him. He's just got a nose for the football, physical, can cover really well. He's been doing awesome for us. 
these are the reasons why coverage has gotten sticky. You, you heard Shedahan talk about it. You heard Bosa talk about it. You've heard Wilkes. That's his term that he uses all the time. Look, the quarterbacks are holding the ball a little bit longer because we're disguising coverages better on the back end. I know everybody wants to talk about Chase Young. I, I'm not. Chase Young's incredible. Dude's a beast. Chase Young didn't have one stat this week. He was not on the box score. He didn't have a tackle. He didn't have a sack. He didn't have a tip pass. He didn't have an assistant tackle. He played 26 out of 56 snaps, which I was kind of shocked at how few snaps he played. He had one pressure. That was it. Now, I'm not saying he had a bad game. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it is elementary at best to say Chase Young was the difference. He He's part of the difference. It's, it's all. It's a cocktail. It's not an individual. Chase Young's great. I'm not trying to say he's bad. I, a lot of it's getting Drake Jackson out, um, which I hate to say that, but I, I want to be honest. It's the coverage. The coverage has changed crazy. That That is the difference. And even with Hufunga out and you bring in the rookie Jair Brown, the coverage is changing. Quarterbacks are having to hold the ball because it, it, we're at an advanced state of of coverage now, which is awesome. And again, I'm going to go back to the predator, Fred Warner. Why are you getting more sacks now? Yeah, I mean, I, I spoke with the back end. You know, I feel like all the back seven. I feel like as long as we are on top of our job in the back, the D line, they're so talented up front, so relentless. As long as we're sticky in our covers, like they're going to go out, they're going to go out there, they're going to eat every time. So. Um, kind of spending extra time going over the route concept, especially on third down, and working in working in unison, rushing coverage. I think that's why you see the results. You just heard three straight dudes say sticky in coverage, and whenever he was asked about pressure, yeah, the front four is relentless. It's the back seven. Greenlaw's healthy. Warner's doing his thing. This is what Steve Wilkes was able to bring. Nobody talked about Steve Wilkes going down the sideline. That's that's not what it is. It, not saying it doesn't matter. It, it does matter. And, and I'm thankful that he's down there. And he's going to stay down there, obviously. This is picking up. This is the advanced 49ers defense that just took time to get to where it was supposed to be. Now they're there. I hope they can stay there. That That's the thing. What's up, Big Mix? Thank you for the super chat. He says, shout out to the 40 Irons Rush podcast. Man, that means a lot. Really appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, right here, G Brown. He says, how come our D-line doesn't get holding calls? Ugh. Kyle Shanahan and his pops uh, never really got a lot of calls. The Niners are not a uh, home team matters. But even when we're home, it didn't seem like we have received the benefit of the doubt on those calls. So I don't know, man. I, I really don't know what it is. Sean, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. It says, Javon Hargrave, revenge tour. Ooh. You know, Hargrave's interesting. He was the lowest rated defender this past week. He had a 57 grade. Played 40 snaps. Uh, three pressures. But, yeah, he had run defense was bad. He had a 43 grade which I'll wait until I go through the film, but I did think it was interesting that he stood out as like the lowest graded defender with a 57 grade, but a 57 grade is not bad. Um, defense was just stellar uh, against them. So now Hargrave gets to go to a second home because you, you called it a tour. He was drafted by the Steelers. That's where we started. That was fun. Now he gets to go to Philly. I don't, I don't think he has bad memories there in Philly. He didn't win a championship. Um, but yeah, they paid him some money. He didn't get it done there. It's going to be fun. It sucks Fletcher Cox is injured now. I hope that he gets to play. I, I don't want to ever root for injuries. But if he can, it does affect the game. If he cannot play, it affects it all. Uncle Salty, my man. It was awesome hanging out. He says, glad to see everyone in Seattle. Great times with great people. That's what it's about, baby. That's what it's about. Um, just coming together, you know, and celebrating things together. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, Phil? Glad you made it. Bro, Montana in the house. Man, we got a good crowd here. Um, let's see here. Let's get to a couple more just questions just real quick. Um, let's see. The 49ers will have to do it in the playoffs anyways, no matter who we play. That's right. You got to take care of business. Everybody wants the one seed. Can you get it? We'll see. It's a one-week season. 
And one of my favorite things about the, the 49ers so far, they have not looked ahead. They have not looked ahead. You're playing the Bucks with, you know, Seattle Seahawks, most important game of the year, right around the quarter short week, took care of business. No, no worries. Then you're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that's a Thursday primetime game. Pretty hard to look forward whenever you're doing that division game. Now you've got the feast right in front of you. It's time to eat some more bird. You have five bird games in a row, but you're playing the Eagles. They're already talking trash. Their players are. That's coming out. If you can't get pumped up for this game. There is no looking forward. Yeah, you play the Seattle Seahawks next week. There is no looking forward. None. <laughs> uh, at all. Like uh, This is, you put yourself in a position to do everything that you wanted. Yeah, you want the one seed, but you've righted the wrong. You've you've slipped, and yeah, you lost some games. If you know, I ain't gonna put it on Jake Moody, but if Jake Moody makes that freaking field goal against the Browns, you win this game, you're the one seed. Simple, but that's just what happens. You know, you know, good teams have great kickers. And you saw the Eagles game. You saw what a great kicker does. That was incredible. Um, what's up, Apex? Yeah, doing great, man. I, I could not be happier with the way the season's going. Uh, the team's coming across. Uh, right here, Fonzie says, John, you were just quoted on the 49ers page. That's what's up. Shout out 49ers page. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. Uh, I, I'm not on, I think their page is on like Facebook. I think it is. I, I don't get on Facebook too much, but, uh, let's see right here. Big Papa, my man. Selfishly, I hope we get to keep Steve Wilkes for a long time. Yeah. Talk about how dumb, <laughs> literally, I'm just going to say dumb. The Carolina Panthers are Steve Wilkes was six and six. Six and six. And that was without uh what's his name? That was without Christian McCaffrey. Matt Rule and uh Reich, they were 12 and 37 combined. You let six and six walk out of the door. Six and six right now in that division, you go to the playoffs. Like, yeah, they, they Tepper's a moron. Should have had CJ Stroud. He forced his coach to draft a 5'10 court, trade up for a 5'10 court. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to dive into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, right here, CJ says, I don't know if Wilkes should be with us a long time. He's an older coach. I don't think he's going to get more than a coordinator job, man. He sure as hell should. He's incredible, man. RTP, what's up, man? He says, Very happy Verrett is back in the fold. If he can get on the field, I see him as a safety with Huff down. Looking for old man Womack, Brown, Looter. I'm not sure what they're going to do there. That safety spot is weird. And you, you've got to do something because you had not one, right? Huff goes down. Okay, we're okay. Then you have your stud special teamer, George Odom, go down with the torn bicep. Listen to Kyle talk about it. I have to do something because we were having to do some stuff anyways as it was. And to lose George, I mean, George is, um, he's been unbelievable. He's been one of the best special teams players in the league here. And, um, and he's been, he's a very good safety for us too. So um, we've been thin there with the depth and losing him's a big deal. Um, we'll have to see what our options are here though when we get in. And so, yeah, who knows what's going to happen there. I keep, like, refreshing to see. I expect a transaction to take place for the 49ers. Um, you know, what that's going to look like. Do you shift somebody over? I'd I'd shift Isaiah Oliver over there personally. But also, you got to have him at nickel. You got Taylor Hawkins on the practice squad, who I'm a big fan of. You got to see it, man. Um, uh, you got to see it. You got to see it. Flynn right here. I've never wanted to beat a team more than I want to beat the Eagles this week. I freaking hate the Eagles, man. Hate everything they stand for. Um, what's up, Leanne? How are we doing? She says, let the Philly fans talk their trash. Their players are talking trash, too. We have the players to get the job done. Don't look past the task at hand one week at a time. Ooh, I love it. And look, let's just be honest. Who thinks this is the only matchup this year between the Eagles and the 49ers? Yeah, I want to win this one. I do. Big time. Who in the hell out of the NFC is going to make it to the Super Bowl if it's not one of those two teams? The Lions? Come on. Maybe. They've done pretty well, but come on. Seattle Seahawks? No. Anybody in the NFC South? God, no. Like, the Vikings? Come on. This is a two-team race. It really is. Everybody else, they're playing for third. So this game's huge, but it ain't it. You want to win this so that you can get the home game in the bye week, and I understand those things, and that is paramount. 
resting the players. We saw what happened to the bye week, the 49ers, how they played afterwards. Whew. Yeah, that, that's huge. Gold blooded. Thanks for the super chat. Expect Tig or Gip to spy Hertz. I want the mobile quarterback destroyer. The mobile quarterback destroyer is Drake Greenlaw. His best games of his entire career are against running quarterbacks. There's a reason why that dude is the CEO of Seattle, the Hawk Slayer, whenever Russell Wilson was here. He plays his best versus mobile quarterbacks. That's who I want there. And, you know, whenever we played mobile quarterbacks, if I go back to our schedule, you know, when we played uh, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Jags, Trevor Lawrence definitely fits that, even Baker, Geno to a lesser degree. Man, we keep doing spot drops where we'll bring four, but it's a fire zone where we'll drop one of our athletic defensive linemen to help with that curl zone, and then we'll have, uh, you know, our backers will widen, right? So what happened is we'll bring in our nickel, we'll blitz our nickel. We'll drop Chase Young, we'll drop somebody to the middle of the field, and then we'll put our backers on the perimeter and the hook curl outside so that, look, man, we got three-tier defense, you know, an athletic D-end and two linebackers sitting there. It's a change-up. It's not like we do it all the time. We do it about three to five times a game. I expect that to go up. Uh, they're, they're, they're not a great running team. You know, we, we look at the Eagles. This is another thing that I don't think people are talking about. The Eagles' record's impeccable. I mean, it's 10 and 1 is no freaking joke. Listen to these ranks defensively 20 most points allowed defensively, 19th most yards. Now, offensively, they're scoring points, third most points scored. They're like, yeah, they're put up points, ninth most yards. But you look across their statistical categories offensively, they're not good. They get a lot of first downs and they're great on third and fourth downs. That's their, that's who they are. Outside of that, man, they turn the ball over like crazy. They turn the ball over like crazy. They are 21st offensively in interceptions. This dude's thrown 10 interceptions and lost 10 fumbles. Like he's a turnover machine, man. Now they've been able to overcome it. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. But th this has been a fun show. I appreciate you guys. I want to go back to breaking down film. Uh, th th that's what we got. And, man, I, I I'm pumped. This is going to be a huge week. So buckle up. Digest all the content. Be as active and engaged as possible. Get those questions out there. And if you got something you want answered on the show, as always, reach out to me. Uh, you can email us, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out on Instagram, which if you're not following us on Instagram, 49ers Rush Podcast, Eric is crushing it. We're about to hit 15,000 over there, which is cool. Uh, he, he's just been doing great. Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Get your questions in because this is your show, and I want to make this tailored to what it is the listeners want. So thank you guys so much. It's going to be a hell of a week. Enjoy every single second of it. And, man, as always, stay strong faithful. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.